This is Katie Huff here, the host of Live Life Learning Podcast. Today, we will explore the life of Desmond Tutu before and after he received the Nobel Peace Prize. Our first topic today is going to be Desmond Tutu before he received the Nobel Peace Prize. Desmond's full name is Desmond Mipolo Tutu, and he was born on October 7, 1931 in Klerksdorp, Transvaal, which is in South Africa. He was just a high school student when he met Father Trevor Huddleston, an English parish priest. Father Trevor would come and visit high schools once a week, and this is how he became Desmond's greatest role model. Desmond went to Bantu Teachers Training College right after he graduated from high school because he could not afford medical school, which was his true passion. Right after he graduated, he married Leah Norma Lizzo in 1955. He became a high school teacher for three years before he quit in 1958 due to all the unfair apartheid treatment. The unfair apartheid treatment was things like shortened class periods and less pay, and they had a very strict guideline of what they could teach their students. Later on, he went to St. Peter's Theological College in Rossettenville, Johannesburg. He was ordained as a priest in 1960 after he graduated. He moved to England in September of 1962 with his wife, and while he was there, they moved around as they pleased because there was no apartheid laws. They were very warmly welcomed, and by the time they left in 1967, they had many friends. Five years later, in 1972, he was offered a position as a negotiator for the Theological Education Fund, the TEF. As you can see here, Desmond did many things in five-year sections. Just a few years later, in 1975, he became the Dean of Johannesburg, which I would say is a pretty cool accomplishment. In 1982, he was offered an honorary doctorate in theology from Columbia University. Tutu was unable to fly to New York to receive the award, so for the third time in Columbia University's 244-year history, the president of Columbia University, Michael Sovereign, flew to Johannesburg to personally present the degree to Tutu. This all happened before he won the Nobel Peace Prize. Now we are going to move on to the part in Desmond's lifetime when he won the Nobel Peace Prize and was awarded as a Nobel Laureate and gave his speech. Desmond Tutu won the Nobel Peace Prize in 1984 and was in the headlines as South Africa's second Nobel Peace Prize Laureate. Tutu was greeted with many positive feedback as well as negative. There was nothing from the South African government. They just ignored it. And there was harsh criticism in the Johannesburg Sunday Times from the writer Alan Paton. A lot of people were happy that he won it because he's done so many things across the country making it a better place. Many people were also mad because he was one of the only black people to win it when hardly any white people have won that prize. 
On the night of his ceremony, Tutu was met with many bombs. The whole ceremonial hall had to be evacuated for at least 90 minutes. This is not a way to treat a Nobel Peace Prize laureate. Though Desmond Tutu did not react to the bombs, he stayed calm and proceeded after they got the signal that it was safe. In his speech, he talked about how apartheid had affected South Africa and how unfair it had made his country. He stated, Once a Zambian and a South African, it is said, were talking. The Zambian then boasted about their Minister of Naval Affairs. The South African asked, But you have no navy, no access to the sea. How can that you have a Minister of Naval Affairs? The Zambian retorted, Well, in South Africa, you have a Minister of Justice, don't you? Tutu recalled this to show how little justice there was for colored people there in South Africa. Tutu received this peace prize because he helped bring justice to South Africa. He helped bring peace to his nation. This being said, Tutu was very understated by the government. A lot of people didn't like the fact that he helped a lot of people. They thought that he betrayed his country because he moved to England for the short period of five years. Desmond was very warm and welcoming, and he helped a lot of people during this time as being a priest. Now we're going to move on to the next section, which is after he won the Nobel Peace Prize. But first, I'm going to talk about our sponsor. Today, I have been sponsored by Anchor. Anchor is such a fun and easy way to make a podcast if you're doing it for the first time. They have so many transitions and sounds, and it gives you sponsorships so you can make money off even your first podcast. Anchor lets you record right into the website or app and is very easy to access. It's helpful because it guides you all the way through your podcast. I hope you enjoy my podcast, and I hope you consider making one of your own with Anchor. Now we are moving on to Desmond Tutu after he won the Nobel Peace Prize. This will be our last topic for this episode. Desmond did many things after he won the Nobel Peace Prize, but one of the main things was that he was appointed the Archbishop of Cape Town. He, being the archbishop, he led many anti-apartheid protests, and after only a few years of doing this, he announced his retirement in 1996. He remained active, however, taking visiting professorships in universities and lecturing throughout the world. This meant that he went around spreading, spreading what he stood for, which was peace, in giving lectures to show everyone that he meant what he was doing. He remained active for a long time and even established a Desmond Tutu Peace Center with his wife in 1998. This center would represent hope and it had a mission to foster peace and understanding throughout the world. One of Desmond's main goals was not just to show peace, but also to understand the world. 
By 2004, the center had established Leadership Academy to train people in Tutu's philosophies of peace. This would mean that not only Tutu was going out and lecturing throughout the world, but also he had many people spreading what he stood for throughout the world as well. The center promised to continue fostering Tutu's legacy of moral leadership as he more fully embraced his retirement. Tutu realized that he was getting old and wanted to settle down with his wife in a house in Johannesburg. Over the last few years, Tutu has written many books, including God Has a Dream, A Vision of Hope for Our Time, published in 2004. This is a very good book that he published to show and include all his piece. That way it could stay after he passed on. He also published a children's book entitled God's Dream, published in 2008. Desmond Tutu is still alive today at the age of 88 years old and, and lives in a house in Johannesburg with his wife. He has three children now, and they still continue to visit him in Johannesburg. Thank you for listening to Live Life Learning Podcast, and we hope that you tune in next time for our episode on Nelson Mandela.